Thank you so much. Happy Monday to you all on BBS Radio. My name is Gijs Minderhout, located in Northern California. Today it is August 1st, 2021. A Monday evening wildcard. Thank you all for being here. And Winfrey is here with us and will be taken off in just a moment. And I want to mention that right after this one-hour show, the Wildcard Show, we go over to our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call, which is a different phone line. We'll switch over, and so will BBS. So after the one hour, if you're interested, hang in there for a moment. And then you can join in on our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call. That also happens on Wednesdays that BBS joins us there as well. We get together on the conference call, the whole planet healing call. It is like a, I don't like to call it the prayer group, but you can compare. I think it's good reference. Uh, we put issues into the love light that we believe needs assistance from the other side. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Hi, hi. It's Bonnie in California. Welcome to you, Bonnie. Thank you. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, hi Bonnie. Hi. All right. So, I'm willing to start. Oh, boy, excellent. Thank you, Wynn, for doing what you're doing. Blessings to you. Today it is August 1st. Still the same year as yesterday. Muted. Here we go. The recording has started. Uh, this is August 1st, 2022. Wynn Free in Sedona. And uh, Heist thanked me for doing what I'm doing. And I don't even know what I'm doing other than showing up. But if anyone is tuning into us for the first time, I show up and I observe carefully. And I draw conclusions. And, and when I'm fairly confident in my conclusions, I will talk about them. And for the past while on Mondays, we have been doing replays. And, and we have an amazing wealth of material. And, you know, this thing has all evolved without me knowing what I'm doing or directing it or whatever. And since, since we're on BBS, somebody is calling me now. Oops, this is a scam, likely. <laughs> Forget it. You know, I always assume that there, that there may be people on this line 
that are listening in that says, that wonder what the heck we're talking about. And at a quick glance at what we do, it just seems impossible. And and you have to say, is is that guy off his rocker? Are those people off their rockers? Or is this real? And you can't make that decision. Um, I listen. Most people can't make it by listening to us one time. Some people do, but most can't. And um, I mean, even if I put it in words and say it, you'll say, "What? All right." So I'll try it. I'll put it in words, and I'll say. In 2022, in 2002, I was with my partner, and she woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get the tape recorder out. And a voice started talking to me through her that told me to ask some questions. Now, I should add, for six months Prior to this, I was having this experience with another woman who was constantly saying, those guys want to talk to you. And I was trying to figure out, is this real? Do I trust this? Why are they talking to me? And I can say that when it first started happening, and I'll call her D, uh, I thought she had some kind of special talent. She was very intuitive. She was kind of psychic. She used to be a reader at a metaphysical bookstore in Mountain, in, in Mountain View. And uh, I didn't know that when I met her. But she was. And, and this voice is communicating to me that identifies itself as the Council of Elohim. And when I looked up the word Elohim, I found it to be one of the names for God in the Old Testament, the name the Mormons use for God, and the creators of the universe. And I asked them, are you the same Elohim? And they said, we're part of the same. And I said, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world and you don't have ego about it. Now, did I believe them? No. I said, if this is true, it's going to have to prove itself to me. Now, if they are who they say they are, and and when I say who they say they are, I have to say that they are not God, not even close, in the way we normally think of the idea of God. 
it's an entirely new and revolutionary concept of who God is. And as you can see, I said, this is hard to believe. <clears throat> so stay in your disbelief and hang in there. This has been go they went from one woman who left me to another woman and she and I have been doing it for 20 years. And we started having conversations with them publicly. And people kept coming back and people were having epiphanies. We would do conversations on a conference call, like we're, like the call we're on now, but it would be broadcast on BBS radio. So it was very open to the public. And I asked some of the deepest questions, and they answered it. They answered almost everything. And it's been creating an entirely new paradigm for the concept of God, creation, how the universe works, how we work, what's really what life is all about, what happens when we die, how to have the best death how to advance yourself and free yourself from the bondage of your past lifetimes. We all have past lifetimes. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's true. And uh, I've had numerous personal experiences that have convinced me without a shadow of a doubt that reincarnation is real and that everyone is eternal, and that it takes more than one lifetime to learn the lessons of this realm. And we live in a multi-dimensional universe that um, we are in what they call 3D, the Earth realm. And there are realms above this one and when you go into the higher realms you're in what you could call what I would call the God zone and all of these realms are not independent of each other they kind of flow into each other so when you're in this realm, you can get into a flow and touch it to higher realms. In fact, most people have done that and they don't even know they've done it, okay? Because it's not like you move somewhere and you're looking and there's a whole new um, panorama of things to see because your physical body is still in this realm so what you see is what's in this realm. 
But your energy body can move into the higher realms and there's a certain certain experiences you could have that lets you know I've moved my energy body into a higher realm. And, you know, before any of this happened to me, these communications, I had been a student of metaphysics, of, of spirituality, for a long time. And I wanted to learn how the universe worked. And I think, and you know, the people that are regulars on the call have heard me. I'm not saying anything new now. And I don't even know if, I have, if I'll ever have anything new to say. <laughs> I probably will. But, you know, in general, um, I come from a background where I was very scientifically oriented. And I went to the University of California in Berkeley to study physics. And I had a lot of aptitude in all that stuff. And then at a certain point, it became boring. And one of the things that triggered me in those days was when I discovered Edgar Cayce. And it was a period of time that Edgar Casey was quite popular. He was not alive. He had died in 1946. But um, people were writing books about him. And he did something that, to my knowledge, no one else ever did in the recorded history of this realm. And he was able to diagnose people's health issues no matter where they were. He just had to know their name and their city, and he could tune into them. He would go into a trance, never remembered what he said. And, and when they would go to the doctor, his diagnosis would always be confirmed. He was always right. And then he, he recommended alternative cures that no one ever used before, and they were working for people. So there's were hundreds of books about Edgar Casey, And at the time, I was still in my scientific state of mind, and I said, this guy existed. He has to pass my scrutiny that he existed. And how does the universe work where someone can do something like this? And I remember him saying in his readings that he would return in 1998 and maybe a liberator of the world. And I thought to myself, I hope I meet him when he returns. And I, I never imagined that I would, but I did. <laughs> and I had run into David Wilcox's website. And 
he had these, he was putting up all these readings, and, you know, David has become very famous, but at that time, he was just beginning. And he wasn't talking about ETs and conspiracies. He was putting up channelings, and his channelings were incredibly deep. And in some of them, they were making predictions for the future. And, uh, and then he had a place on his website called the Edgar Casey Connection. And he, he never said outright that he was the reincarnation of Casey. But he had a picture of him and Casey, and they looked like brothers. A really high degree of resemblance. And then he had a picture of his girlfriend at the time, and she looked like Edgar Casey's wife. And then he had a picture of his father and Edgar Casey's father and another high state of resemblance. And I said, there's no way statistically that all these people can look so similar unless there's some kind of connection. Now, in all my studies of metaphysical things, I never knew and no one ever wrote about people looking like their past lives. That was a new phenomena. And um, and I learned that the reason that it happened is because your soul will move into another body, and when it it's being born, and when it does that, it carries the DNA imprint of the past life. So everybody will look like their past life, but, you know, most people, unless they're famous, there's no way of knowing what they look like. So in any case, at the time that I met Wilcock, I was writing articles for a metaphysical magazine. And I told my editor I wanted to interview this guy. And she looked at his website and she called him a wacko and said, you can interview him, but I'm not going to run the interview until I read it. And so I interviewed him and sent it in, and uh, she immediately called me back and said, oh, my God, you're right. He has to be Edgar Casey, And I think you're the one that's supposed to write the book about it. And when she said that, it was like God was talking to me, saying, shit, can I write this book? And I went and wrote the book. I spent probably two and a half years on it. And... I, half the book was going to be Wilcox channelings. So, um, Wilcox became my co-writer because I was using all his channelings. And then 
when the book came out in 2004, he didn't want to have anything to do with it. And, you know, it's amazing the way things work. Okay? Um, because in this lifetime, I'm on the inside of it all. And, uh, wait a second here, I'm looking something up. I'm on the inside. You know, usually we are not on the inside. <laughs> we read about things, we read about history, we hear about famous people, and and we just take it at face value. But now I'm on the inside, and suddenly I'm actually knowing David Wilcock. I'm feeling his personality, his personality distortions, and I'm having to work with it. And in the middle of writing the book, I started having the channeling experience where Dee was telling me those guys want to talk to you. And I'm having conversations with this intelligence that says they were the council of Elohim. Now, If, if you can't imagine it, I can tell you, it was like, um, how would I say this? It was like a fantasy. And I was in the middle of a fantasy. And I was saying to myself, how could I even talk about this to people? Because people won't believe it. It's too incredible. It, and, 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 you know, I'm having miracles happen. I'm having information happen. And I'm writing the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. And I'm looking for something. I want to read it. And then the book came out, and Wilcock doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> He's just, I don't want to tell people I'm Edgar Casey anymore. And it felt to me that he knew that I was having this channeling experience with 
the Elohim. And it felt like he thought I was competing with him. In any case, that was many years ago now, okay? And um, that was all happening in the year 2000, the beginning of it. And for, for, for 20 years, we have just been putting out information and these sessions on conference calls and on BBS radio, asking questions that you would think you can never get an answer to. And we have most of these calls documented on a website. And people that discover it get into it, really get into it. I mean, if you happen to be a person who's on a spiritual path, or if you happen to be a person who wonders how the universe works, if you happen to be a person that is not sure you're eternal, by the time you study our work, you will be. It's very compelling. And I, I have to say, there's another aspect of the Elohim which is really out there. And they explain themselves to be group soul comprised of the energy of millions of individual souls. And they don't have bodies. They're just energy units. And they can flow into any point in the universe just by intending it. And when I say they can flow into a point of the universe, they can flow their energy into a point on the universe. And they say they could expand to be as big as a galaxy or as small as an atom. And they had said that. And I said, that's kind of interesting. And then as we were doing these calls and these live sessions, their energy was flowing to the people on the call. And they said they were paying attention to people on our calls. And then I started getting emails from people about feeling the energy when they were on the call. And that is beyond and beyond having that experience, okay? 
And you can start to understand why people would think of them as God in a traditional sense. You know, they could never explain all of this, or they chose not to. I don't know whether they never could have, but they have to work with somebody in this realm that is astute enough to ask the right questions and understand the answers. And otherwise, it just sounds too impossible. And I'm not even going on here talking about the miracles that have happened in this group, the people on this line right now, and we don't have a bunch of people here. It's like I thought that, oh my God, people are going to run to this. This is like something everyone might wish they discovered, and here it is. So if you're on BBS, if I wasn't on BBS, I wouldn't be talking this way. But if you're on BBS, and this is your first time listening to this, I'm going out of my way to talk about it. And one of the things that when it first started happening, I, I was intending to write more books. And I did write one book, and I gave it away for free. And I never officially published it. And I called it The Creator Gods of the Physical Universe Want to Talk to You. And uh, I think you can still download that book if you sign on my up on my email list at intelligent-infinity.com. There's a place to do that. And I suggest uh, if any of this is intriguing, you should download that book and read it. And a good portion of the book are transcriptions of the sessions with the Elohim. And where I was discovering discovering them and learning about them. And eventually, feeling like they were my friend. And I think the people that are, come to our calls regularly have developed that kind of rapport with them that they're friends. They're not something to follow they're not something to, um, um, what's the word, capitulate to. They don't want you to follow their will. And I think that's one of the ways people think about God, is you have to follow God's will. And their desire, and how they would say it, is that, each of us is part of God, whether we realize it or not. At our basic core, we're part of all that is. And just as the Elohim 
is part of all that is. But they're a bigger part. They're in a higher dimension, and they are one of the principal intelligences that administrate this realm energetically. They can send energy anywhere. They can cause things to manifest or to not manifest. And and we've witnessed that over and over again. And I usually don't like to talk about this, exalting them in this way, but it is what it is. And you know, right now, my partner, Terry Brown, who is responsible for the majority of these 2,000 sessions that we have posted on the Spirit Channel, is not well. And for the past few weeks, she's had been in two hospitals, and right at this moment, she was at a rehab home. And I've been visiting her every day. And she is, like, not totally present. She's not very communicative, and she's not eating, and I'm really worried about her. And we haven't figured out what is the root cause of all of this. Although before it got to this level, and this was about five weeks ago, they told me, Terry had a past life. I asked him at one point, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena. When I looked her up, I found the story of this young woman in Siena, Italy, that would go to the local Catholic church, and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died... All of these channelings were compiled in a book, St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, that became a, a classic of Catholic literature, and is still being sold on Amazon. And Terry happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And for the record, this was one of those things that helped put me over the edge as to validating the work I was doing. And they told me, and they brought this up about five weeks ago, I think, six weeks ago. They told me she was duplicating one of the patterns of St. Catherine's life who died from anorexia. And Terry is not eating. And, uh, you know, I spent a few hours with her today. The rehab home is not very far from our house. 
and um, she just wouldn't talk. And, you know, I have to brace myself because if she drops the body, this work cannot stop. It's too important. It's a whole new understanding of everything. <laughs> and for 20 years, they have been totally consistent in, in everything they ever said. When they say it again or they repeat it, um, it's always the same. And per, I am personally convinced that we have put together one of the most incredible how would I say it? Incredible information about how the universe works and how human evolution works. And that's important for you. So, I, let's just all send some love to Terry. She actually didn't want me to leave today, and uh, and I did, and I did to do this call because I don't think I could have done this call if she was here on it. I certainly would have been different. And we're all in bodies on planet Earth. And we're in the midst of a dimensional shift. And they have been talking on this about this in the challenges for a long time. So nothing that's happening now is surprising to me and to the people on our call. And there's a lot of potential futures. And through a very complex interaction, the entire universe interfaces so that we are the creators of the future. 
our consciousness. And that on our whole planet healing call, we are working at creating the most positive outcomes for our planet. And interestingly enough, there's only a handful of people that are regulars on that call. And we've been doing the whole planet healing for probably five years. But I have not been putting it out. I have not been writing books. And, and I have to write things in a way that engages people and makes them curious. And they won't be disappointed once they start studying our work. And I'll tell you what I've been looking for here. I'm slipping through the book, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey. And there was a whole section on prophecy, which I have been wanting to um, review. trying to remember I'm doing a search of the book and I'm trying to I'm trying to remember key words of that section so I can find it. You know, I mentioned that I was talking to the Elohim. What I didn't mention is in writing the reincarnation of Edgar Cayce, I was learning about who was speaking through Edgar Cayce, which Edgar Cayce didn't know. And it's a very fascinating look at the way the universe evolves in, in a cosmic sense. And that is, it's a group soul that's made up of graduates of this realm. People that had many lifetimes and learn their lessons and graduated from 
having to come back to this planet to learn any more lessons. And at one period in the past, there was a large population of Venus. And 20% of that population graduated, having to come back to experience more bodies on Venus or somewhere else. And they teamed up in a higher dimension and became what they call themselves the Ra Group. And it was the Ra Group that was speaking through Edgar Casey, as well as through David Wilcock. And you, somebody had made the comment, this was like uh, um, Darwin's theory of evolution at a cosmic level, because we graduate from a realm and and then we graduate from that realm and the universe is in a constant state of evolution that can take place over a very long period of time. It can be millions of years. And we are in that evolutionary flow and we have the ability to move faster. And the work we are doing, I am sure, is giving people the opportunity to speed up their evolution and to graduate from this realm. And... Obviously, this is a very catalytic time we're in the middle of with uh, negative and positive and uh, uh, viruses and COVIDs and deceptions and the economy potentially falling apart. And we don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? It's going to happen, and prepare yourself for anything, but don't worry about it, because you can't, you can't affect it. The only thing that might affect it is having enough people on whole planet healing, holding a consciousness to shift everything. And what it means is the group souls in the God realm can come in, they come into that call and they add their energies to what we're asking. But there needs to be more people and there's not. And sometimes I, I feel like I failed <laughs> because I, I haven't created that. But it's not over until it's over and um, I have a feeling that we are helping to lengthen the time, but I don't know by how much, okay? 
within the time for more people to graduate, okay? And I hope so, okay? I hope so. And I'm still looking here for the prophecies that were in the book. Let me read a couple of things from the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, okay? And I'm not reading what I want to. Maybe I'll find it by next week. There may well be an opportunity for all of you to take a respite or a vacation from suffering, to relax and to rejuvenate the spirit, but also realize that at a time that is most perfectly right for each of you, you will choose to enter fully into your new responsibilities and obligations to the awakening Christ's light within the body and mind. You will be able to go forth and declare this light unto others through intangible means, such as aiding the processes of karma or even more direct means such as that contact which is now occurring in this room as you read these words. Simply go before the parts of the parts that exist in fear and find the trailblazer within self that leads the way towards a new light, a new love a new vitality, and a new expression. Remember always that you are loved, protected, and cared for, nurtured by the heavenly host of entities scattered about you in such divine geometric arrangements as to ensure that your every move is triangulated upon and watched eagerly. Understand that indeed a throng of spectators follows you around throughout every activity throughout the day. And every motion that you make towards this Christ principle is met with uproarious applause. Similarly, every moment that you spend in bitterness, self-hatred, depression, longing, or other self-indulgent acts can be a moment of silence and great planning in this throng of spectators, a suspenseful time where the next appropriate action must be considered. These actions take the form of telepathic thoughts and emotions of light and love 
that are mean to you. When that fails to reach its considered goal, other options are then brought forth. As your sense of separation continues, these options chosen will become more and more strong relative to the degree of need that is necessary. It is you yourselves that are chosen for us to be able to do this for you as part of the greater plan that is materializing before you now. Therefore, be aware that you have the wonderful opportunity to know deep down inside your own being that all that you sow must be reaped. And it goes on. And I will bet some of you felt the energy when I read that. And that is the energy of the raw group. The raw group, as we have learned, played a very high responsibility in the creation of the manifestation of Jesus on this planet. And... Um, We've gone over that in great detail in other calls, but if you can feel the energy in those words, you're connecting, you're making a connection with the Christ consciousness. And on that note, we are about to start Whole Planet Healing. And I hope you'll just stay tuned on BBS and you'll hear Bonnie Penners read an excerpt from one of the channelings we've done with Terry Brown on that call. And you'll feel a really good energy on the call. I hope. I think. Try it. See how it feels. Remember, we are working with these two group souls as well as the angelic realm, it's paying attention to our calls. And they say, and I believe this is true, they can make direct connection with people that are listening to our calls through the phone line. Not through the phone line. Uh, the, 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 the voice comes through the phone line. They make direct connection because they can find you, they can pick you up and make that connection. And so people then feel this incredible loving energy. So I'm going to unmute everybody and uh, we're going to go to Whole Planet Healing. And what happens is that's on another conference line. BBS is going to switch to that conference line in just a moment. And uh, those of us that are on the line are going to make another phone call. And let me say, if you're interested in learning more, go to thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net, and it has 
in addition to thousands of our sessions, it has the phone numbers to all of our conference calls, which is the key of our offering to you to speed up your own evolutionary path. So on that note, I'm unmuting everybody. Unmuted. Thank you from Seattle. Thank you. Thank you, Cecil. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Thank Good you. I I will. I tell her every day. She knows people are loving her. And uh, probably tomorrow she'll be on the call, um, Whole Planet Healing, um, in the background. But as you all know, she's not that communicative. But she really likes being on the calls. So thank you all for your prayers and your good thoughts and your donations for the, for Terry on Terry's behalf. Maybe she needs a protein drink. Dharmananda, let me just explain something to you. I I put a straw in her mouth and I'm lucky if I can get her to drink anything. Every day I'm there and I'm saying, here's some orgine, which is an organic protein drink. And she turns her head and won't drink it. I got her to drink some bone, bone broth today. But this is what I'm dealing with, okay? Yeah. Every day they, they bring her a meal, they bring her a pro- they'll bring her everything there. They don't bring this high-quality protein drink as I bring her. But uh, sometimes... They'll spoon food her and she'll take a spoonful of food. But, um, you know, it's not it's not as easy as you would think, all right? Yeah. So, okay. okay. Thank, thank you all so but much. Thank you. Hope and healing. Okay, and we're just going to close this and we'll be on in a moment. Don't move if you're on BBS. This session is no longer being recorded. You and welcome to everybody on the Yes Radio to Hope Planet Healing. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi. Welcome, Cecil. Hi, you guys. Love you. The, the readings you, that I like, the readings that I like are the ones that you do about the Anunnaki and Stuff like that. Yeah, the history, huh? Yes, those are my favorite. Me too. Also. Cecil, I started reading that book again, Cecil, to Ray Lee and I. I thought... Yeah. I keep jumping around. You know, and I thought, I'm going to go back to the beginning and I'm going to read everything. <laughs> so I'm starting it that's, again. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Oh, my gosh. That's, it blows my mind. It Which one is mind. that? Which one is that? Are you talking about Through, the- through Alien Eyes? What's that guy's oh, name? I can never remember his name. Cecil, you know him. 
I can never think of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's two. There's two books by the same name, and one is a woman, and one is a man. And this one we're talking about is is the man. The man. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm gonna find it. Wesley okay. Bateman. Wesley, Wesley H. Yes. Bateman. Bates. Yeah, yes, yeah. Bates. Wesley Bates. Wesley H. Bates. Paper H. Mm-hmm. 1995. Okay. There that's Welcome to Joe Brennan. He only knew you like to say your name and location. This is Gretchen and Company in Mesa. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. 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 Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Who do you like to say your name and location? Hey, positive greetings, Antonio's Raiden from Sedona. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Positive greetings. Hello, Raiden. Hi. Hello, Raiden. Hi. <laughs> 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 Was Wynn on the other call? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he so, was. So he should be here. Should be, yeah, any minute. Well, let's just get started. It's yep. uh, sure. 705. Everybody is present. <clears throat> so. Muted. Hello, hi. Hello, Jackie. So here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Monday, August 1st of uh, 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call, and thank you all for joining us. And we have special appreciation for our Monday call because we're sharing it with our BBS radio listeners. Thank you all for being here also. Now, the whole Planet Healing Call, tonight and every evening, this call involves the collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight or who might be listening to a future replay and those same sources that originally contacted Wynn and Terry many years ago. But what makes this whole planet healing call unique among the conference calls is due to the involvement of these same sources who have indicated that they are paying attention to each and every one of us on this call, addressing our personal requests and concerns, as well as adding their energy to our group intentions and requests for healing, primarily the planet but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. And, of course, always keeping in mind that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be considered. So now let's officially begin this call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light 
to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Hello. Jackie, we can't hear you. Can you hear me now? We do. Thank you. Um, On this call, at the beginning of the call, um, we usually join Terry and Wynn. However, uh, we know they're... uh, situation is a little unpredictable so let me just check real quick and see if Wynn is with us to share any thoughts he might have. Wynn are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Now I I, I tried conferencing Terry in and I don't know if she's here. Terry are you there? Terry? I did have her on the line, but I think she's disappeared. Hello, Terry, are you there? Okay. So, just as a brief introduction from me. You know, we all know we're in physical bodies. (laughs) And our physical bodies are planted on planet Earth. But there's an aspect of us that goes beyond our physical bodies. We could call it our soul. And our soul can move to higher realms. It's like people that do remote viewing are able to move into higher places and see locations outside of themselves. So on this call, we move, we, we intend to move our souls into a state of collaboration, oneness, just for the time of the call. And our sources, which are also individuated souls, but at very high levels, can join our group. And then we're going to go through, um, like, putting things, we call it putting it into the light putting out situations for positive outcomes on our planet. And 
you know, we have a lot of teeter-tottering situations. And uh, back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. And um, we know Terry doesn't always have uh, the ability to manipulate the phone, so let's just assume she's listening to us, and let's send her uh, as much love as we can gather right now and blast her with it. We love you, Terry. And speaking of Terry, most of you know that Terry Brown has brought forth the majority of the channel's conversation. Jackie? That of a, Jackie? Yes? Yes? Wait just a moment. I just realized that I didn't merge the two calls. <laughs> it's my fault. Well, and go get I just it merged them. Well, I just I merged it. Let's see if Terry's there now. Terry, are you there? Okay. Terry? Hello, Terry. You don't have to say a lot. Just let us know you're there. Jackie, did you hear a sound like she was there? I heard a noise, but it didn't sound like Terry. <laughs> well, she may be there. We are going to assume that Terry's there. Yeah, okay. Great. And and Terry, as I was saying, has brought forth the majority of these conversations that have occurred uh, between the sources in Winfrey over a 20-year period. There are a couple thousand of these channeled messages. They are incredible, covering a wide range of topics and uh, a wealth of information that is not only interesting, but they give us advice and encouragement for getting through this lifetime that we have in third density, which is quite a place to experience. Now, until you get to go through all those messages, we have Bonnie from Corona, California, who comes on next on our call. And Bonnie is familiar with these channeled messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel, and she chooses something of interest either from those archives or a compatible resource such as Wynn's book, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, or the Q&A with the Elohim. So let's check in with Bonnie and see what she has for us tonight. Bonnie? Hi, thank you. Well, I decided uh, to open up the reincarnation of Edgar Casey during the last call, and I was inspired to uh, continue with reading from this book uh, since Wynn kind of introduced us to that beautiful channeled message he read the previous call. So this, uh, these channelings are raw through David Wilcock, and this is chapter 10 in The Reincarnation of Edgar Cayce, and the title of the chapter is Predictions and Prophecies. So here is a raw reading dated September 29, 1999, which reads, 
The system must indeed collapse. We are not talking to you about something that could happen at any moment, but rather a gradual process where first the axle gives out, then the other tire, then the steering mechanism, then the electrical system, and so forth. Over the next few years, a shower of available opportunities is emanating within and without humanity with the creative potential to transform many different circumstances. For those of for those who would be at the eye of the hurricane, so to speak, they can recognize that a plateau can be reached wherein the empty promises of the international banking community can be superseded by returning to the natural wealth, which is Mother Earth and the land that surrounds each entity. And here next is uh, uh, Wilcock in raw reading from October 1st. 1999. It is very, very important that you not allow yourself to degrade into moments of raw, outspoken panic and sheer terror at the collapsing of the old ways. You will be seeing more and more of this, and part of it is contingent upon your geographical area, so be aware of earthquakes. So be aware of that, excuse me. Those of you who continue to fear the effects of epic mega earthquakes and earth changes, please be notified yet again. We have stated many times before and will continue to do so that the effect which spearheads this transformation will only occur after the transformation itself. And thus, do be advised that the idea of making some panicked grasp at moving to a different location, etc., etc., is largely futile. What follows will be the most intense periods you have ever seen, do not fear them. Remain clearly focused and active in your life, especially in the sense of using these opportunities to face the self and become more and more grounded and clear as to what your issues are and what steps you may take to resolve them. What we don't want for you is to allow this energetic fragmentation to continue. Simply stay focused, clear and conscious, and you will not be led astray. What we have here is not a bunch of children playing with matches, but a bunch of budding God selves 
starting to realize their own abilities and powers. We don't know whether those on your planet will become more aware of this frequency change or not. But you, yourself, having studied this material, can indeed rest easy with confidence that even as everyone around you is freaking out in a panic, you yourself already know that everything is perfectly on schedule. And with that realization comes the intimate knowledge of your own protection and safety. And then here again, this is a reading from January 8, 2001. At the current time, our desire is to welcome those who would be as pioneers of the new age and encourage them to overcome frailty and incompleteness in exchange for the unity and wholeness of true God consciousness. Obviously, there are those whose internal environments are now being mirrored by the external environment, and it scares them to realize this, for what was once thought stable and predictable has now become unstable and dynamic capable of change at a moment's notice. But those fairer still are awaiting the landing on the White House lawn and hoping that this will make all of the problems go away. While there will be no fairy to magically wave a wand and relieve these problems, we can expect that the recriminations will continue to be paid off and those who have found themselves wanting to be pure will have ever more reason to purify themselves. An important part of this project is your participation and thus we encourage you, the reader of these words, to involve the self deeply within on the struggle to reclaim the long-lost path of humanity in exchange for the outworn and outmoded beliefs surrounding scarcity, limitation, and fear that have imprisoned so many at this time. The haves and the have-nots will be on an equal par with each other. And this does then indicate to what degree the changes will have to be met. We don't want for there to be a feeling of fear. Know that as ye go within, so too will the axis then shift in the world of the mind, body, and spirit producing ever greater discrete changes in the physical upper I'm not sure how to pronounce this word in the physical and all manners of living life. The more deeply you realize your connection to the infinite one within, the more suitable your vibrations will be 
also raising the planetary consciousness at large. And therefore, the next step of any soul's true evolution is to become this person who is enlightened, awake, alive, and aware. It is very difficult to predict or to propose where the chips may fall. And any predictions that we may give are only that. We do not advise reaching out to those who are desperately in need of assistance that they will fight every step of the way for even the slightest bit of spiritual guidance. Now is not the time to martyr oneself for a better cause or a better clause in the finishing contract. Instead, recognize that when you separate yourself from the issues of marriage and divorce, divorce, joy and pain, input and output, you become indifferent in one sense to the demands placed upon you by the material world and in another sense, more acutely aware of the considerations of how to be of real service to the oneness than ever before. With the constructs fully in place, you can begin actively supporting your existence by seeking the higher path that can be instilled amongst many diversions. And it is for this reason that we suggest the continuation of the personal growth and initiation process. For when all is said and done, the truer applications of the self to the present circumstances will reveal that it is in the true radiance of the one that the greatest service is then made. And this can be done in silence and isolation. Even to have others walk near you is to have them receive vibrations in a large sense. And these vibrations will heal them in their issues, which separate them from the one creator. And I'm going to repeat this here so everyone can get this which says, even to have others walk near you is to have them receive vibrations in a larger sense, and these vibrations will heal them and their issues, which separate them from the one creator. And I just wanted to repeat that so you guys understand the service that you are giving out to the world. I think I will turn this over to Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. You know, I just wanted to say one thing. You read exactly the thing that I was looking for, okay? Whoa. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Win for mentioning that, too. I was going to say that um, what a what a great reading that Bonnie chose because you had just in the previous hour discussed 
some of the history behind your writing of the uh, reincarnation of Edgar Casey and uh, some of the history of that. So that was great timing that uh, we got to hear a message that came from that time period. And yes, thanks for repeating that sentence because it reflects what we all know and feel coming from the law of one. Thank you, Bonnie. Now, in the next portion of our call, we are going to get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events and that they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth. They've also suggested that the most beneficial offer we can extend is the frequency of calmness. So Jennifer guides us to each area of activity. Let's gather our group intent and visualize and focus calmness to each area of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. And tonight, as we begin our journey, I would like to invite the spirit of Mother Earth to go with us. She can enhance our intent for calm, as well as our sources who are already here. First place we're going to look at tonight is the uh, big island of Hawaii. Every day there's something going on. Every day it looks different. <laughs> so today we had a little slight uptick, uh, 3.7 at Pahala. And then we did have um, an activity way up north. I don't know how to say this word, P-U-A-K-O, Puaco. Um, but it's way north. There's a state park um, at the northern end, and it's just south of the state park. And then on Mauna Loa, which is kind of in the middle, uh, we had three little activities on the uh, right in the caldera, actually. And then Pahala had its usual little swarms. And then we did have two low levels, and by that I mean under two, um, right at Kilauea. So... Let's take a quick moment and send calm down. And we know that the lava is moving. That's what Pahala is. It's underneath there. It's all moving around. Um, so we just pray for calm. And we know that it has to rumble, but just that it rumble in a manner that doesn't endanger animals and humans. Then we're going to take our focus. Now we're going to head south. We're going to go down to uh, Fiji. And if you're not sure where this is, it's north of the New Zealand area. And it's on a trench, probably the most active area of the Ring of Fire. <clears throat> it's called the Kermadec Trench. And we come down to Fiji, which is at the northern end. We had a 5.0. And then we're going to head west to the Solomon Islands. We had a 5.2. To Papua New Guinea, we had a 5.4. And then over to Indonesia, where we had uh, the largest I was able to come up with was a 4.7 4. in Indonesia. And then we head north to the Philippines, 4.9, Taiwan, 4.8, up to Japan. Now, this was um, on the Bonin Islands of Japan, and that's on the Mariana Trench, so it's not directly right. 
on Japan, but we had a 4.7 there. And then north um, to the area of the Kuril Islands. But this occurrence was in the Sea of Okhotsk, and it is to the west of the trench, um, the Kuril Trench there. And we had a um, 4.7 there. I'm sorry, 4.3 there. And then moving across the Aleutians, we did have some activity going on. We had a 5.3 out on Fox Island. And the largest on the mainland was uh, 3.2 at a town called Beluga. I thought that was kind of cool. And then moving down into Washington, we had a lot of activity going on today in Washington, although it was all low level. Um, we did have uh, Mount St. Helens had four little earthquake appearances. And um, then also we come down into um, Oregon where we had Mount Hood was also rumbling. And then moving down into California, we did have a 2.5 at Petrolia. And believe it or not, that was the largest occurrence in California today. So California had a very, very calm day. Ordinarily, I would be very happy, but I think something is stuck. So let's pray for calm, and let's go all the way down from northern California down to the geysers, San Andreas Fault, all the way down. And we ask for any occurrences to be slight and away from people and animals. And then we're going to take a look at West Yellowstone. We had a couple of low levels. Uh, This would be like around Mammoth in that area, which is in the Western Yellowstone area. And this area has been rumbling for quite some time. Uh, Today, the largest was 1.4. And I realize that is quite low. But we want to just continually send calm to Yellowstone. And then moving down straight down into Mexico, we just had some fours. Largest was 4.2 to Ecuador, all the way down to South America. Nothing else was going on, Um, not even near four. So we're just going to zip right down to Ecuador, 4.1, Peru, 4.4, Chile, 4.2, Bolivia, 4.2, 4.5 in Argentina, and then we're going to come down around uh, the tip of South America and head eastward to the South Sandwich Islands. We had a 4.7 there. You can see the intensity today was a little bit less than yesterday, so this is a good day for us. And then moving up to Iceland, I have no idea what's going on in Iceland, but (laughs) there were nine earthquakes there today the largest of which was a 4.8. So something is um, occurring there, let's say. There's more activity than there had been. And this seismic is like directly on the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. So I'm wondering, um, speculating, I don't like to speculate, but I'm wondering if something else isn't going to occur there directly. And then continuing north from... um, Iceland up to the Greenland area, we had a 4.3 in the Greenland Sea, and this as well was directly on the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. 
and then we're going to zip through Europe, nothing worth even talking about, till we get to eastern Turkey. We had a 4.2, and then all the way over to Myanmar, which we you know was Burma. <laughs> we had a 4.5 there. And that was it for the sum total of today. Thank you, everybody, for participating, and I'll send you guys back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, uh, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization in just a few moments, where he will direct our focus to many of the other issues that need our attention. Right now, the phone lines are being unmuted. You have this opportunity to put your particular concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that free will and the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. I'd like to thank all of you for your contributions and your service tonight. Before I hand this off to all of you, I'd like to mention that we really need to send protection and to um, be just whatever can be done to dampen and uh, cut those yeah. down. Also, we will probably have a light buddy visualization healing for Terry Brown tonight, uh, 8.05 Pacific time for about 15 minutes just privately in your own home, send as much love and as uh, much love and light as you can to Terry Brown. Thank you all. Unmuted. Hi. I would like to continue to ask for rain for the Southwest United States, uh, and especially here in California where I'm, I'm at, where our reservoirs have run dry and also let's continue to send love and light and laughter and hope and to the children of the world and their safety and well-being is my biggest wish um also i'd like to ask for a balance of energies in general for the planet in all the right places all the right means all the right measures and a strengthening of the planetary grids and the energetic fields that surround the planet and protect us and allow us to be in space in our beautiful blue and green planet. Thank you. Yes, I'd like to ask for a My hand that died last week, my beautiful Sampolina, for a message from her. Uh, and for her well-being, please. Thank you. Yeah. An upgrade for the consciousness of humanity, please. Yes. Thank you, Raiden. Yeah. Tom in San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell for the two films, 2000 Mules and Rigged, 2020. Thank you. Anyone else before Jennifer goes over the healing list? 
then please, Jennifer, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Heis. I'd like to put each and every person on this call onto our healing list. Of course, if you choose that you don't want to, that's okay, too. But for everybody else, we're going to be put on this healing list to privately speak with our Elohim friends. I do have some uh, names that I want to mention. These people need a little bit of extra prayer, and that is Cecil, who is still here, and his dear wife, Betty, who's transitioned, and Lauren in Washington, Joe T. in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Jackie and Julian, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby in California, Maxalina in Ojai, Morning Sky in Ashland, Oregon, Kathleen in Vermont, Bonnie, our dear Bonnie, who reads to us every night in California. We send you healing for your knees. And also Pooty in North Carolina. My brother-in-law, Andy, is the beginning of his treatment for cancer. And um, Linda Chamberlain, who is a friend of Judy's. Monica Edwards, who is a friend of ours. And um, also my partner, Tom, for his health issues. And I'd like to put myself in this field of energy as well for healing. And, of course, last but definitely not least, Lynn and Terry. Terry, we love you. We send you healing. We want you to get out of that bed and finish your book. And for Wynn, we love you, and we want to send you strength to deal with everything that you've had to encounter in the last six months. And we send you both love, light, and healing energy. Thank you, everyone. Muted. Okay, this is Wynn, and we close this with a visualization of moving our energies with our sources connected around our planet to make the most positive outcomes possible in the circumstances we're in right now. We start out with surrounding our planet with our group energy and becoming repeater stations for what I'm calling the love light of the higher realms and broadcasting it to the surface of our planet and lifting the vibration of everything that can be lifted. And we focus for a moment on the humans who are service to others, however they express that. And to the children who, and the young people who are still gaining wisdom and having the life experiences that hopefully will bring wisdom to them and discernment so they can really be the leaders of the future. We go to the animals and the pets. And the pets in particular who help keep the heart chakras of their owners open. And we just bless this relationship 
for the entire community of people that own pets. We go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, the flowers, the vegetables, and the roots. And we just see the flow of love light coming down and moving through all the plant bodies and their roots into the earth. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals. And they have very strong matrices to hold energy, and they do hold energy. It's why we can be looking at a mountain and feel a vibration, or why people can use crystals for healing. And we just amplify the energy going in to rocks, minerals, and crystals to hold a higher energy, the highest energy possible on the surface of our planet. We go to the insects, particularly the bees, who are part of the cycle of nature. And we ask for the preservation of those species. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And as we have learned, the earth is alive. The earth has a consciousness. The earth makes decisions. And her energy field encompasses the entire interior penetrating through the surface so that all life on this planet is encompassed by the energy field of Earth. And the Earth has to process all of that, and she goes through suffering, particularly on some of the negativity things that humans are doing. And we're going to send healing energy and strength to Mother Earth. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we're going to send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the Earth and we are going to run through the potential earthquakes and volcanoes of the future. Jennifer did the earthquakes and volcanoes of the last 24 hours. And there are earthquake zones that have fault lines running through them that are particularly um, volatile. And so we start out with the earthquake zones. The ring of fire 
the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. And the vulnerable islands in the Pacific. And we put a column of light down, covering every point of tectonic plates that could shift, um, volcanoes that could erupt. And we send calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we put a column of energy hundreds of miles in diameter, covering the entire area, penetrating through the ground and bringing calm energy. It's interesting. One time, when we first started working this idea that we could impact things and make a difference, Daphne and I were driving through across the country. They told us to stop in St. Louis, and we went to that place in St. Louis where the arches are, the big arch, and there's a river that flows by. And we had a conference call, and this was like one of the first times, maybe the first time we ever did this. And we held the energy, and they told us afterwards that because we did that, we had prevented some flooding in the future. So we go to the Mid-Atlantic Zone, which is an earthquake zone that runs from the North Pole through Iceland down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far south as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light along the length of this entire zone, penetrating through the water into the ground underneath the water and sending calm energy. We ask our sources to help us locate any other um, areas of potentials and to send this calm energy to each one. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to happen can occur gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations, starting out with the coronavirus and its mutations. And any other contagious viruses or diseases that are happening now or could happen in the future, we ask to render them harmless. 
We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they be strengthened. We go to the toxic materials and pathogens in vaccines and ask that they be transmuted. We go to the awareness of humans and ask that more humans become aware of the negative agendas happening on our planet and not be deceived by the media, which will not report them. We ask that more humans become aware of the positive intelligences in the God realm and understand that the process of making requests makes a difference on their ability to do interventions. We go to the people who suffer and we ask for the Christ consciousness to descend on each one that has the potential for receiving it and can lift themselves above their suffering. We go to droughts and we ask for rain, particularly in populated areas, areas where food is grown, and areas where animals are dependent for local water supplies. We go to the governments of our planet, and we ask for qualities of leadership that help people feel safe and protected. Benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, integrity, and ethics. We go to interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. Going back to governments, I have to mention we ask that all those countries and groups that are adversarial with each other find peaceful ways and means of settling the differences. And we send this energy to the Ukraine and Russia for the peaceful resolution of this war in the Ukraine. Now we go back to interventions. And we go and ask that toxic materials 
anywhere on our planet can be transmuted. And we can include radioactivity. We can include chemtrails. We can include radio frequency waves, microwaves, and um, 5G that are dangerous. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine. And finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We move into our home and we ask this vibration of love light that travels through the universe, the galaxies, our solar system, the outer energy fields of planet Earth can land on our own personal rooftop where we can invite that energy into our home and have it lift the vibration of our home and anyone else that's in it. We have this energy surround the perimeter of our home, making a protective fence against any negative energy from the world. And we bring this energy through our body, through our chakra system, helping us lift to a higher vibration, overcome our obstacles, release past life karmic incidents that are no longer helpful to our work in this lifetime. And activating our DNA. I remind you all that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily occupying these physical bodies on planet Earth. And I thank everyone for being here and participating in this exercise. And I thank all the people that are volunteering to make this call happen. And on that note, we're closing the verbal part of the call. We're leaving the phone lines open if you happen to be on the phone. And anyone who wants more information about our work can go to the website, thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net, where we have the phone numbers to all of our calls, as well as 2,000 archived transmissions from the higher realms. And we send the light to BBS and thank them for hosting our calls.
on Monday and Wednesday and Sunday. And we'll see you all next time.